Rolling Stone Podcast. On the drive home from work, I had to pick up Rosie from Sarah's sister's um, new apartment in Malden. Um, but by the time I hit Georgetown, Groveland, Haverhill line, what is that? Is that 128? Is the, it's like the one road that goes through all of can't remember one it's not 110 because that's in Amesbury Salisbury I think it's 128 um yeah that's that's like you're going towards tea garden so I'm in or is that 133 no 133 splits to Boxford is that 97 it may be 97 97 is what tea garden is on 97 then that's that's what I'm talking about is 97 do you want to just hold on rather than talk about what I wanted to talk about do you just want to talk about like roads. like an like an old like a grandfather just roads for a sec <laughs> yeah okay i have the so, same conversation with sarah's grandfather every single time it's not the same conversation but it always diverges to what what is that what road's that on again is that 128 no 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 yeah you, you got to go off route 2 oh and you there hop is, on as a old man at heart there's nothing that gets my dick hard like debating myself over what road I'm talking about. Oh, Duncan, <laughs> we have both. Hey, he, he, happy birthday. We're 45 because I also every day go, should I? It's, a, it's a Tuesday. Is there? And then I'm thinking, I'm like, is there? Is there a softball game going on at Georgetown? Oh. Is there going to be a lot of traffic downtown? Mm. What, you know, uh, oh, I heard, I heard that there may have been some road work that's on 95 today. <laughs> today. Should I take it? Well, I got to And it's, you are absolutely right. It's every day. Yeah. It, and it's I mean, also, the, if I'm trying to describe a place to someone, I will put a lengthy pause on the conversation to be like, well, I think I think it's 65, but it's like it's like where 65 and 40 merge, but then it turns into 24. But then but it's like right on that that like loop, like kind of where you're getting off the highway. And like people are like, we don't give a shit, dude. You know what is just the big the biggest self-motivating thing you can you know, I can say to myself is here's what you're going to want to do, because <laughs> I know you're going to go like you're, you're telling me, like, oh, I got to go to the Dunkin' Donuts in Lynn, and I can go, oh, here's what you want to go to. Here's what you're going to want to do. And then I tell you the exact route. Yeah, yep. hit it. Don't take a big turn. You, you just yep. zoom right in. You can go so past you're gonna that. Wanna, you're going you're gonna to want to hop in that left lane right yeah. at that stop line, uh, yeah. stoplight, because it is like a hard left, and yeah. sometimes it gets confusing in there. It's kind of like everything happens at once. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, hey, little secret, me to you. Every red light in Lynn is a is a right right on red. You can do it all. You can do it all day in Lynn. Do whatever you want. There's do no it all day. Do it all day. <laughs> no one cares about the kids in the crosswalk. Take it. Take take it. Take That's that gap. Yours. The road's yours. Take, take that gap. So um, but yeah, I it took a while because I have a, a distinct memory in my brain. You know what I've also been seeing on here's another tangent on TikTok. I've been seeing a lot of the trends where it's like they'll say something like hey, I'm two years old sitting on my dad's lap. And then like this music changes and it's like, and then I gained consciousness. Have you seen those? No, I actually haven't. I'll try to find one for you like next, next time or something. But it's basically like people saying like my first memory is this. And I'm assuming that's when like you were two, three years old and you like gained consciousness where you, you're like, you started like retaining more memories. And yeah. that was like the first one and everything. I have one of those memories where my dad was like my mom and my dad were both like if you ever get kidnapped like you need to know where you live so that like you can tell like police and everything and they were like where do you live and i go off exit 55 and they were like they were like no no no, not good enough and i'm like what do you mean i was like how many other exit 55s are there in Massachusetts and they were like, Oh, mass pike here. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, Oh honey. And they're like, do you know what town you get into when you hit exit 55? And I go, I have no idea. (laughs) Nope. 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 It's, it is four minutes from my house that exit off of 95. I have no idea. I didn't even know 95 was a thing. Like I was like, just exit 55. Good to go. Exit 55. And if I, and if I want to go, uh, 
to like my uncle's house, it was like exit 63 off of route one or something like yep. that, whatever it was. Those are Perfect. the only two I know. My first like conscious memory that I have retained independently of um, like pictures or anything. And this is like, might be concerning because I was eight years old when this happened. Um, <laughs> is the Red Sox winning the World Series in 2004? That's Shout out we, to the boys for making it what, out of the ALDS. That shouts out, shouts out Schwarber. That's what we would maybe call in the biz, uh, men, uh, no, developmentally disabled. <laughs> Where it's, it's, it's taking you a lot longer to retain <laughs> memories, to have that consciousness memory so who knows um but i have other memories but they have to be recalled by like photographs yeah yeah you know what i mean like or if like someone brings up an instance i'm like oh i do remember that but yeah that's the first one where i'm like there's no photographic evidence that that moment happened but i can remember it vividly vaguely there's one of me like bouncing sam on like one of those little like bounce like rocker things yeah that i had to have been four because we're four years apart. Me, yeah, I, I definitely, like I, yeah, I definitely remember like my sister being real young because she would have been. She was born when I was six, so yeah. There's definitely some some gray area, but in terms of like my first like real vivid memory, but also so fun story. Um, I'm sure my dad will text me about this, but um, he was like. Uh, him and his doctor were tracking his blood pressure because his he they had noticed like a spike, right? Yeah. So it had like steadily been going up like the past ten days, and then when the Red Sox won on whatever day that was Monday, just dropped the next day. He was like, "Oh, figured it out." <laughs> he calls him back up. Hey, doc. Yeah, yeah. Doc, I called to go. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna hand that prescription back into you. I figured it out. <laughs> I'll be by in a little bit. Emotionally invested in a baseball team that I have yeah. no control over. <laughs> I saw but your like, I, the the last three times at the gym I've seen I've seen your dad, and every single time I don't say I it, it's we both have the headphones on. I just look at him, I point at him, he walks over, I give him a knuckle touch, and I can hear through my, like my splaring music. He just goes, "Go get him, Tiger." <laughs> or no, no, no. I'm sorry. Give him hell. <laughs> give him hell. <laughs> Every single time, give him hell. What a <laughs> yeah, uh, I will on the stationary bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna really put the pedal to the metal on that I, non-moving bicycle. I'm gonna do everything short of blood doping to really give this <laughs> <laughs> my all. <laughs> as give him hell as much as my back will let me. I Thanks, still Rick. got two testicles, so no promises there, coach. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Um, anyways, way, way, way back. Uh, we have this was yeah. a, such a simple story that we've gotten so far yes. away from. So twice. great radio. <laughs> Let me see. The gym. Oh, were, it, it was were, this it was, was all from the original story that you yes, wanted to talk about. That it was I was going through Groveland 97, as we've now discovered. Um, and going through Groveland into like the Haverhill Bradford area, and not one, not two not three, not four, but five middle-aged men outside doing yard work. It was a nice, like, New England fall day. It was like a, you know, a balmy 70 degrees. All five at separate locations, jeans, no shirt on. And they had no right having a shirt on. They, or it having was, a shirt off? Yeah, they had no... Well, depends on who you ask. Uh, they had no right having their shirt off, um, yet they did. It There's was a certain community that's named after an animal that might mm-hmm. be very supportive of that. <clears throat> yeah, I have no idea what you're saying. But uh, bears, bears, Jackson. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have the Celtics on in the other screen right here, just so we're all aware. Um, a preseason Celtics game just really biting me over. Uh, but it was like the first one I was like, Oh God, like what, what's going on here? Like the guy was like the, the worst position to be in when you're like, you're old fat and, and have your shirt off. He's like hunching over trying to like weed 
Yeah. And I was like, come on, man. And it was pretty jarring. I was like, what is it was right after the the uh, tea garden turn. And there's like a house. It's a pretty big looking house on like a nicer street, but it always just has a squat rack out in their driveway. So I'm like, what? That guy's oh, yeah. not using it. Um, so I was like, oh, that's pretty jarring that I'm just seeing, you know, half naked man here. And then a couple feet go like a couple like a like a minute or so goes by another man. And it's even more jarring when you see that second man without a shirt on. And I'm like, what's going on on this Wednesday? Is it, you know, we're just popping off the tops on a Wednesday in the in well, autumn. It is National No Bra Day, so you know what? I didn't know that. That's gotta be it. Don't that's gotta uh, be it. Don't get horny and search that hashtag because it is just women with the fucking boob surgery, and it's re- it's re- it's a real left turn if you're yeah. feeling. Yeah, if you're like half chubbed up and you're like, I'm gonna yeah. just peruse Twitter to kind of get myself going. An absolute, an absolute bone down to then just like, a, I think I'm gonna donate. <laughs> you're reaching for your wallet for, but for a different reason. <laughs> to help to support usually, the cause. Usually, this is going to an OnlyFans creator, but instead yeah. today, it's going to a GoFundMe. Yeah. I hit the, I hit the fourth shirtless man. And now I'm just desensitized to it. I yeah. still haven't also gotten home. I'm in hey, I'm in Bradford now. I'm in my town. And I'm like, okay, fourth shirtless man. The fifth one sends me over the edge. Yeah. The fourth, the fifth one, I'm in my car and I'm screaming, are you shitting me? Oh, hell no. Yeah, I was just like that sassy black lady. Uh, hell no. I'm not taking five shirtless men in my community right now. Shirtless, shirtless grandpas, honestly. The other thing I I wanted to bring up, you kind of touched on it earlier, but there is no, like, yard work that is flattering to really any human body. You're never really in a good position. Potentially raking, but even, like, you you have, like, a dad bod, maybe mowing the lawn, but usually you're always, like, kind of hunched when you're doing yard work. Yeah. So you're just, you could have a six pack and you're still going to be showing old gut. I think, I, I do think the best one is a push mower. Yeah. I think that's what you will look the best with a, I don't, I think you got this all wrong. I've spent many of hour in my front lawn throughout high school in the dog days of summer, just hoping like a, like a school bus of like, you know, Clemson. Watch, watch where you're going. A school bus of <laughs> Clemson cheerleaders like breaks down at the end of my cul-de-sac <laughs> while I'm shirtless on my ride on mower. I thought about this countless times. Just so, a whole busload of elementary schoolers. Yeah, it's a bu- <laughs> it, no, it's it's a busload of Nick Saban's cheerleaders from Alabama, and yeah. they're like, "Hey, they're like roll tide, <laughs> roll tide. Hey, hunk, can you help us fix our tire <laughs> while I'm on my push mower with my skinny." ribs sticking out I get i get honey like guys there yeah exactly <laughs> so i'm i thought i thought about it so i thought about right push mower wheelbarrow if wheelbarrow is like, good you got a lot of weight and it's so it's like working like the like the delts up here yep. you got big you got big shoulders and you just you just just fucking ramming that pushing thing. your hips through <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You got to get your hips through and you got to like arch back. You got to pop the butt a little bit. And then I you're, think you're I think weed whacking is probably the most like generally if even if you don't have a great body, you can still make that look good because it's you're, all about you're like just the, kind of standing and waving. Yeah, you're essentially also, a metal detector. The the motor itself, you know, it's it's sending some vibrations through. It's oh, making yeah. the muscle. The muscles yeah. ripple a little bit. You're essentially he, stimming all like both your biceps and triceps and exactly. forearms. Exactly. So you're going to look fucking yoked. I raking could be one because it's all about like that upper body, that like pulling yeah. and a little bit that of torque. You're getting the hips um, in there. Let me think. But anything you're mulching, you're on your hands and knees. I, I, I don't think anything garden related. You're fucked. Yeah. Unless uh, you're um, of a certain persuasion and that's the position you prefer to be yeah. in. The pendulum starts to swing the other way, and now you're a, a large hunk, 
hunched over. None of the muscles are accentuated and your knees have been hurting because you've been on them all day. So now you have that little foam, little like pad that goes underneath your knees. And then you're, you're just the the same thing you find in the gym to do like abs with you're, you're putting. Yeah. Yeah. You're Um, on your knees and you're like, and you're just like my knee hurts. You're just waiting for someone to slam a peg in there. Yeah. Yeah, you're you are in the most vulnerable and unsuspecting position. Yeah, in the oh, yard yeah. you could be in, <sighs> and then the weed whacker guy comes behind you, and game over. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think you also rake where the sun you, don't shine. You also touched on it before we hit record that dad bods out. I think yeah. we've had a good two years, maybe two three years. I think dad bods out. There's still like a gray area of dad bod where it's like you're yeah. like in shape. You just don't you're you're just always in bulk season and that's fine. Yeah. But like exactly. we yeah. let da- the, the 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 far end of the dad bod spectrum get a little too far out. We let some faux dad bods. Yeah. Which they aren't really dad bods. They're just alcoholic bods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We let yeah. some faux dad bods seep into the demographic and, and like. There have been plenty of men and women, uh, you know, who have been tricked by that faux dad bod. And and do you know what the solution to this is? Genocide? Body shaming. Oh. We need to bring body shaming back. Of course. Always. Yeah. The I'm woke left cucks, get out of here. We need I shame- four more beers and some body shaming. I shame myself daily, hourly. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the, you could get it every so often, uh, the How rest of these snowflakes I found the motivation to get in good shape. Finally, exactly. It's called having no self-confidence whatsoever. Yeah. It's having called an image problem, crippling body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I mean, I have it, but I also work stupid hours yeah <laughs> seven to three <laughs> hey you went to the gym today i, I did i yeah. did and rick saw me work my little bum off on that elliptical <laughs> yeah stationary bike you're just eventually yeah, gonna get it, to the point where you're you're you get a peloton and then you just only watch the ones with the girls in sports bras and that's how you get in good and shape. I, do, I don't move. I actually yeah. just put it on and then I have <laughs> like a, a string I just pull and it rotates it for me and I'm just watching the, the women from the, my couch and I'm like pulling the string. Have you ever seen the guy on TikTok that his like all he does is he joins like beginner easy peloton classes and tries to come in first (laughs) no i love that guy i love that for him he goes as hard as he can and tries to get first in the world just screaming (laughs) he's got the ass blaster 5000 whatever mac had yeah um so i think christ we have covered some ground already yes i think we're going back to the dad bots i think the the like how to get the dad bod, like your textbook definition dad bod. It is a tad bit of drinking, but it's also the the busyness that comes with having yeah. children and being a father figure. Yeah. That there is no time to go to the gym. These faux dad bods, it comes with binge eating and binge drinking yeah. and having the time, but not utilizing it properly to go to the gym. Like there are probably the best looking and a dad bod isn't like a beer gut. It's just some like a, like a, just a full layer of a little bit of punch. Yeah. It's It's like evenly distributed. It's not a binge drinking fat. It's like a two Budweiser's every night before bed kind of fat. I don't even think then I think like Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and that's, that's where the alcohol is being consumed. Really? Maybe, maybe, mon- maybe a Monday night football, maybe. The other thing that people forget about a dad bod is that in order to get a dad bod, you had to have a good body in the first yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The frame then needs let to be- go a little bit. The frame <laughs> needs to, to, to be there. Yeah, you can't look like me and all of a sudden have a dad bod. <clears throat> For all the ladies out there, you got a guy, you think he's got a dad bod. You need to first check his paying child support if he's with you. 
Maybe he does have Correct. a child. Then poke. <laughs> or his... are you playing t- child support to him? <clears throat> Equality. Um, equal rights, then, equal fights, baby. Poke his stomach. If it's Pillsbury Doughboy-esque, you know, your, your, your finger uh, is able to contract deeper in, good dad bod. If his gut is rock hard and he is not, like, holding it, that is what happens when you t- drink too much and your literal stomach fat starts to calcify after all <laughs> the alcohol you consume. I think also a way better way to do this is don't just poke his stomach. Stick your finger in his belly button. Yeah. That, that, please. If, if there, if some suction happens, you're good to go. If hmm. no suction happens, you should be concerned and it's yeah. an issue you should address yeah. and probably just dump them. For all the ladies, ugly and gross. For all the ladies, please stick your finger in your dad bod's belly button. Maybe even just your dad's belly button. It doesn't have to be your boyfriend with that, just your father's belly button. And leave a comment on Apple on Apple Music and um, yeah, leave us a five star review and and tell us how it if, smells. If you could tell us how many quarters you could fit in your your boyfriend or dad's belly button as kind of like a unit of measurement, we'd also yeah. appreciate that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the winner, the the one who has the the dad or boyfriend with the deepest belly button gets a free T shirt. Free T shirt. Yep. Custom designed. We are going to do some dad bod t-shirts. Yeah. It just, it's just like a caricature of a dad bod. It's like, yeah. you know, like a, like a tuxedo t-shirt, but it's just a, a pudgy belly. Yeah. yeah like yeah. those fanny packs, which are Boom. stupid. Those fanny packs that have like a gut image on them. Have you seen those? That is a big time. Um, bachelorette party. Yeah. In Nashville. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Where I they walk by me on the street and I go, You're all losers. Yeah. <clears throat> like <laughs> I get it. You're skinny, <laughs> you're skinny white girl, but you have thing. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so have you ever heard of the bowling green massacre? Yes, but I, I've only heard it by name. I don't know quite uh the Story, so I don't know it. Great, because it didn't happen. That is the T. So this is something that Kelly Conway. Conway. Oh, fuck her. When did this happen? 2017? So she like went on this whole rant about. This was like all over being like Muslim shouldn't come to the United States. And she was like, um, she made a reference to two Iraqi refugees whom she described as the masterminds behind the Bowling Green massacre. Most people don't know that because it didn't get covered. The Bowling Green massacre didn't get covered because it didn't happen. There has never been a terrorist attack in Bowling Green, Kentucky carried out by Iraqi refugees or anyone else. This is like me in class where a kid will like ask, Mm. honestly, like a dumb question about history. And I'll be like, Oh yeah. 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 Like uh, they had toilets. Yeah. Um, and so it did, they didn't you, did they, it just did it. They didn't record that they were taking poops all the time. Do you know um, that is how, ridiculous? So the way that um, <laughs> the way Bowling Green, Kentucky responded to this was they organized a bunch of protests and um, like remembrance parades for the Bowling, the Bowling the Green victims, massacre. The yeah. victims of the Bowling Green. And massacre. they even went as far as to I don't know how quickly I can find it. But they went as far as to erect a fake historical sign. Oh, of the my Boy Green God. Massacre. Click on it. Click on it. This is like the one by my house in Georgetown. <laughs> Citizens of every nationality wept as the truth died that day. <laughs> Nearby also slaughtered lay responsibility, class, journalism, and shame. As usual, no one was held accountable for the massacre. But those who were there described a terrifying baby man with tiny hands and no <laughs> vocabulary skills. Frederick Douglass had nothing to say on the subject, having already died. Having already <laughs> died. Oh, my God. Talk about making a T-shirt. If that isn't already a T-shirt, I don't know what the so, people. Uh, fuck ladies and gentlemen, message the Trolling Stone podcast on Instagram.com. If you would like a Bowling Green Massacre shirt, they will be available uh, post haste. Basically, whenever I have whenever fucking, I have an off day next. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous that this dumb bit 
Like, I want to also like, what has she ever been called out? Oh. Her gross Skeletor body. Jesus Christ. She looks like the uh, Crypt Keeper. And yeah, she looks like a fucking horse skeleton from a horror yeah. movie. She or looks like, like a horror if, video game. If, if uh, Sarah Jessica Parker died and then they dug up her corpse. <laughs> nailed it and tossed some spray yeah. tan on it and said good to go yeah <laughs> and put it in and straightened her hair with uh like some heroin spoons that have been heated up <laughs> rice look at her look at her mangled fingers Was she, did she get some broken fingers sticking it in someone's butthole I, honestly, her pinky looks like she. Uh, her pinky looks like Tom Nelk's fucking middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I would right. vote. I would let one of those people run for uh, office, and it's not Kellyanne Conway. No, 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 no. Definitely um, not. Has she ever been like called out for it? Like, has has there oh. ever been some repercussion? Like, has she well, has she publicly said like, yeah, I made it up, or like, I was some sort of like BS cover or anything? I'm I'm assuming not, but like, like we're talking like CNN went out and did like a uh, a whole fucking thing on it about yeah. how it was fake. They. Some people that went to college at Western Kentucky made a fake documentary about the Bowling Green Massacre. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's like a I'll community. Can... It's like a community, like Abed and Troy type of yes. like, mishmash. Yes. Let me see. Oh, I, I, this is on YouTube. Let's hope it's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, it's probably like a season. Two minutes and 51 seconds. This seems perfect. It's probably like a news spot. Yeah, but I just like I would love to know if she like needed One of the to president's you know, closest face the music often the public face of the administration. Kellyanne. Come on. Kellyanne. And Conway tonight under fire for a statement she made Conway in defending the president's immigration ban, citing the Bowling Green massacre by Iraqi refugees. There was never any massacre. Tonight here, her explanation. Here's ABC's chief uh, investigative correspondent, ooh, Ross. Officials tonight in Bowling Green, Kentucky, are rushing to assure everyone their town is safe and always has been. This is going to be like an actual news That's after news White report. House Senior Counselor Kellyanne Conway defending the president's <coughs> travel ban. Um, oh. I wanted, the, I wanted her to say the actual words of, I misspoke or I'm a fucking idiot. I highly doubt that happened. Yeah, I, I was recently listening to PMT and they were talking about how the Urban Meyer shit that's been going down. Um, he apologized, but he's always the best at apologizing for not having apologized correctly. Yeah. So he never actually apologizes for the real issue of like finger blasting a college girl in a public bar. Yeah, but fucking he apologized. a chick in his own bar. Yeah, but he apologized for not having apologized quicker, not actually yeah, yeah, apologizing yeah. for the act. Well, I just feel like he does not like that. Even his wife doesn't give a shit. Like, I think they yeah. made that point. But like, I think I, I feel like with people of that stature, it's like there's some like unspoken agreement that like, yeah, it's just like whatever, dude. Well, also, I, I know he forget. had his Never remember. Always forget. What do we want? When do we want them? Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Always forget. Never remember. Never always forget. Never remember. Always forget. Never remember. Always forget. That guy is having fun. Right now. He is straining himself. It never happened so they were never commemorating so we feel like <laughs> this guy knows we're, we're, knows what's going never, on <laughs> so he's screaming kind of at fine. people and they're like get out of my face but yeah they th we are here to commemorate the victims of bowling green massacre because the massacre never happened so they were never commemorated <laughs> it's just I the way him. it is the way it goes I love him. that's just the way she goes i'm gonna that's try the way I'm, the road I, 
I should be able to quickly get the video, but we can move on to Yay. whatever's next. Uh, I, I, I had something and I can't remember. Well, I had this point I wanted to talk about when I saw those five guys with their shirts on. Grant Williams for three. It's 44-44. I mean, 42-42, Boston, Orlando. We're tied up. Uh, but do you think Dickie's going to give me his address? Because I'm just saying why is stupid. Probably not, if I had to guess. Um, I went to get a carabiner. I was at Target the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, where are the carabiners? A gentleman who worked for Target and spoke perfect English said, I'm not from the States, so I don't know what that is. I was like, I'm sorry. What do they call them where you are? <laughs> they, call, they call them hooky hookies. <laughs> I was like, like, what the? F-? I get it. It's like not like a... It's a it's a content word if we're if it's level three of vocabulary because there's like words that everyone should know. Then there's like conversational words that are like, you know, dependent on your generation. And then there are content words that are specific for some sort of subject. And so carabiner isn't like thrown around in you know your typical conversation every day, but it's like you work at Target that you probably sell carabiners. You should probably know your, your, they uh, sold your multiple different types of them. And I was just like, what on earth? <clears throat> I was afraid that y- you, right. this is, you, this is the video. Okay. Oh, okay. What were you about to say? Well, like, I was just about to say, like, I, I was like getting ready for you to be like, and then he called me out for potentially saying a racial slur because carabiner. I did call him a racial slur. When the massacre Here's what you call me. Didn't. Happened. Overnight, the Bowling Dude. Green Massacre became the biggest thing to never happen here. I was in my English 100 class, and we were reading Hamlet, and then all into well, of course you the were. sirens were going off. Um, we had to evacuate the building, and I've never looked at Hamlet the same way again. A running joke the whole <laughs> town seems to be in on. Seriously, very glad you're here with me safely after all of the BG Massacre talk that's been going on. They held a candlelight vigil on the square with signs that read, never remember. And we are Bowling Green. I survived. A local production company made a parody video. Look at I this just schmuck. barely survived the Bowling Green Massacre. I survived. What was it? A massacre mockumentary. Oh, I love this. There's a dog. The dog is in this, guys. The massacre misspeak has some laughing all the way to the bank. Connie Collins were started the button business in her home. Oh, God. She pranks them out with sayings like, I survived the BG massacre. A portion of her profits going to the ACLU. Even the mayor seems to be in on the joke. Have you got your Bowling Green, I survived Bowling Green massacre t-shirt yet? Laughter also seems to be the best recipe. So what are we making? Okay, so we're making the Bowling Green massacre pizza. At the home cafe and market. All right, they're all just cashing in on this. This is overkill. <laughs> but yeah, so that was something I learned about this week. Isn't and... Kentucky like a red state too? Like, aren't yeah. they like, yeah, like this is great, Kelly and Conway, and they don't understand that she's a moron. Well, Bowling Green is pretty blue, I think. Really? From the way I understand it. Because that's what is it usually a, when you a... get to the more urban areas in the South, they're blue, but then there's so much. Um, like rural area that it overtakes. Like, for example, Nashville can't get stuff passed that is like supported by most of the city because it has to go through the state legislature and the rest of Tennessee won't approve it. Yeah. You ever been to Bowling Green? You're, I know you've been to Kentucky before, right? I went to Kentucky like by accident once, but we're going to go to Bowling Green sometime soon. Are you going to bowl? Yeah, get on a couple lanes. I'm gonna know. I'm gonna smoke a fat bowl as soon as uh, I get over the border. I'm gonna say, "Fuck small. you, <laughs> Kentucky." Yeah, growing bean. You, you say you say weed is illegal. I say, blaze that <laughs> shit up, my G. Yeah, I say, roll um, that shit, light that shit, smoke it. What um, else you got for me? Jack Harlow is an alternate timeline, little dicky. 
like a multiverse version. Yeah. And like the watcher picked them up and threw them in ours. Yep. Um, I don't know the two of them well enough to <laughs> surmise an answer for you, but uh, they look similar. They both have the Jufro. I think little Dickie definitely has leaned into like, uh, like obviously with his show, he's like, Oh, like I'm a funny guy. And my name's little Dickie and Jack Harlow is like a goofball, but I don't think he's trying to be. No, I think that's like the point. This is based on a TikTok that I saw. And the point that they were making is like, there's some movie where <clears throat> basically like somebody figures out how to time travel through memories and go back and change little things throughout their yeah. life. So like their point was like, if Lil Dicky had gone back in time and changed small things to make him like cool instead of funny, that would it be would Jack have, Harlow. He would have had Jack Harlow's, you know, it would have been yeah. Jack Harlow by 2020 or whatever. Yeah. They, yeah. That was a whole screenplay that they, that yeah. they've devised just because they think the two of them probably just look alike. Yeah. And maybe um, act and similar. The final topic. Do you know the 21 grams experiment? Um, maybe it is a experiment done by a gentleman named Duncan McDougal from none other than Haverhill, Massachusetts. Hey, I know the very early 1900s. He pumps my gas. Oh, um, that basically hypothesized that there is a weight to the energy that you lose when you die. Wait, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you die, you like they weigh, they've weighed people's bodies. And when they are alive, they weigh a certain weight. And when they die, they almost like immediately lose exactly like 21 grams. Right? Yeah. Except and that, it was, uh, um, he only measured six people. And only one of those people lost 21 grams. Yeah. And so they were like, <laughs> they were what like, is wrong with that? What is wrong with <laughs> six people? That's a lot of people. Can you get six dead bodies that's, right now? I that's don't think so. six more people than I've measured. So I believe yeah. him. <laughs> that guy was able to, uh, you know, procreate, not procreate. What's the word? Uh, cultivate. Uh, six cadavers. So, uh, yeah, you want how about you try that dunk? I don't In think so. In 1901, Duncan McDougall, a physician from Haverhill, Massachusetts, who wished to scientifically determine if his soul had weight, identified six patients in nursing homes whose deaths were imminent. Four were suffering from tuberculosis, one from diabetes, and one from unspecified causes. Stab wound. <laughs> Multiple stab wounds. Yeah, we don't know what's wrong with this guy. Gunshot wound to the head. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. He got JFK. Actually, the last person was JFK. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was the they were placed when they looked like they were close to death. Their entire bed was placed on an industrial sized scale that was sensitive within two tenths of an ounce. And uh, yeah. So that's well. Hold on. Well, how much is two tenths of an ounce? Five and five and a half grams. Oh, okay. I was going to say it's like ex it's exactly 21 grams that they're off. And he's just like, <laughs> I don't know. A then soul left this, this last sentence uh, on the belief that humans have souls and that animals do not. McDougal later measured the changes in weight from 15 dogs after death. McDougal said he wished to use dogs that were oh, sick or dying for his experiment, though was unable to find any. It is therefore presumed he poisoned healthy dogs. No, Duncan McDougal, you rat <laughs> bastard. <laughs> God. One of the patients lost weight, but then put the weight back on. And two of the other patients registered a loss of weight at death, but a few minutes later lost even more weight. This guy can't fucking get it right, dude. <laughs> this dude sucks at experiments, bro. The scientific process. This dude just sucks because he killed dogs. Hold yeah, on, I want to see his, of them. I want to see his um. His, well, of course, I want to see the criticism. Following the publication of the experiments, the American medicine physician Augustus P. Clark criticized the experiments' validity. Well, no shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's so been rejected. This was just interesting to me for no other reason than his name is Duncan. He and he has been accused of flawed methods and outright fraud in obtaining his results. I love this guy. This is my favorite. I mean, honestly, this is what I would have been doing if I was a scientist in like 1903. In 1901, yeah. You would would be curating. That was the word I was looking for earlier. You'd be curating dead bodies and uh, seeing what happens when they die. I'd be doing experiments and then just presenting a conclusion that had nothing to do with my findings. Really, you're just all. yeah, you're just you're outside the morgue stealing bodies and doing experiments in the alleyway and uh, proposing hypotheses <laughs> and, and solutions to just like a gang of rats. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then I'm like, I'm does sure anyone want some? This this fucking guy was doing, <laughs> as you could see here. 21 grams, 21 grams. He was Rats down on fucking running. River Street by uh by what you would call it, just like talking. He was behind taco. He was behind Tacos Lapita, just <laughs> running some experiments. <laughs> Bathing in the Merrimack River Shore. <laughs> he was in that disgusting heroin park by the market yeah. basket, just fucking. Oh my. God, Just picking up dead bodies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love the, the image of him. Just like, like I said, he's just performing all these experiments in front of other dead bodies that he's made for his friends. Yeah. Like trash. No, this trash guy. Cans, he's put smiley faces on. This honestly, <laughs> this might be what the character of Charlie Kelly was based on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's got all these big these time Charlie Kelly would, vibes. He so as like a, a physician in 1901, he's probably got other harebrained ideas, and just the soul having weight leaving the body is just one of those ideas. I would love to see his like idea book, his Charlie if, Kelly idea book. If I could have like, if chicken. I could get his um. Like his manifesto, that would be, really oh, yeah. be perfect. He's definitely got some really, really good ideas. I wonder like, if he has his own Wikipedia. Like poop is edible or something. <laughs> He's poop, like, is, well, poop is not you, bad for you. If you lose a cat in the wall, you put another cat in the wall. Yeah. And then if that cat doesn't, if that doesn't work, you put another cat in the wall. Poop only makes you sick because you don't <laughs> like the taste. These are all I think you should leave bits too. I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the bones are their money. <laughs> the skeletons rise. <laughs> I don't know. I all these articles are related to this. That's why he's famous. The real Anyways. story. There's like Discover Magazine, like actually has done things on it. Brooklyn Cooney. So I thought I had always heard, uh, and when I say always heard, I mean one time in high school when I was very high in someone's basement, we talked about it. And someone, uh, I think Andrew Nowak told me it was eight grams. No, I think that's the movie starring Will Smith. (laughs) Okay. Cool. I'm glad we figured that one out. Maybe, maybe you were so high that he, he just was like, maybe we should get eight grams Oh, of marijuana, yeah. and you were like, "The soul is weigh- weighs eight grams." Maybe Andrew is Duncan McDougal. He's just a re- reincarnation. The twenty-one grams left McDougal and floated up in the cosmos until they landed in one native. Right in, they were artificially inseminated in native into a Noak. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking you know of... what that that hypothesis was more foolproof than fucking McDougal over here with his 21 grams. That made more I sense mean, to me than what he was talking about. Do you want to I feel like we should come up. Maybe that's like a, just to bring up an idea that we long left behind the maybe that's something that we do in our TV show is we just we obsessively weigh all the nursing home patients as they die. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of you. That's one of your schemes. Is that you're like, how much on his way out? How much did he weigh? 
How? And you have like a you have like a whole book of yeah. everyone's current a weight, notebook. daily weight. Like you're like taking everyone's <laughs> weight, and they don't even know. And you're doing it in all the weirdest ways, like not just like looking at a scale, like you're like a fish hooking them and weighing them from like the what they weigh like, like fish with, yeah. like marlin with, like a big tuna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're just step right this way, Mr. Jenkins, and you hook on the back of his collar and he's just floating there for a little bit. You just record it down and you send him on his way, send him to go get his pills. <clears throat> yeah, maybe that's. Maybe wait. What if that's my origin story? That's why I'm in the nursing home. No, we can't. We can't okay. divulge. Okay, okay, why. okay. But maybe like that's. I'm saying like an Easter egg. That's like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. There's like or, we don't directly yeah. say it, but we hint at that this may be why I'm that. There. You are Duncan McDougal. Yeah, reincarnate, and you're still trying to test your 21 grams experiment. <laughs> Now we're talking, baby. We're cooking yeah. with gas. Exactly. All right. Do you want to move on to our top five? Yes. So I'll introduce. I came up with this uh, top five um, on the ride home prior to seeing all the men without their shirts on. But um, it is the top five things to wear in the fall. Right? That's what I told you? Yes. Top five and things to wear in the you fall. You said it's a nice cool crisp autumn day in new england and i said it's 85 here and you said not where i am and i said yes we live in different places i just wanted to let you know <laughs> make sure we were uh we were, we were on the same page so um, you want to go first or me i'll go first okay. um i'm gonna take the easy one because yeah. i do wear them a lot and i'll like i'll dive into deep of my like look I think I got like a, I've been rocking this look in the fall, winter, in like early spring for a couple of years now. And I think I can get another like maybe five, six years out of this look before having to, you know, swap it up. It's just the flannel. Yeah. It's nice it's and easy. Simple, classic. Rarely button it up. I like a t-shirt no. underneath, like a yep. light t-shirt and then the flannel over top. Layers. I got a nice layer. I got a nice fleece lined flannel that I wear as a jacket down here a lot. It's yeah. like just enough for Tennessee winter. I got um, a, my, my dad got me like an LLB. It's a flannel, but it's got like uh, metal snaps, snap yep. buttons. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep, a sweatshirt yep. too. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Mint. Um, Mint. My number five, I guess, hmm. is uh, shorts to prove that you're tough. Yes, Rory. Um, perfect. <laughs> like, I know I get it. I like, I still like rock shorts. It's shorts in only inside is, is very fall. Yeah. Shorts I, only, like, I like also, I like doing it down here, like mid November and just being like, yeah, you guys are all pussies. You wearing mid calf, like Nike socks or are you just oh. ankle socks? Well, I'll go, I'll go ankle socks just to be a real hardo, but wow. Yeah. And no. it you you can just see like the skin, you like your white, white legs just getting like ashier and ashier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it's so frigid out. Yeah. I, I pop a little cocoa butter on there okay. right afterwards. All right. My number four. They only I have two. I'm looking for a third, folks. If you know uh, of a guy, let me know. A vest. Ooh. Just a good vest so like either like a long sleeve t-shirt um sweatshirt vest just a vest i'll wear it to like in school like i'll i'll come into school i won't take off the vest because like, you know what i'm comfy right now vest stays on it's a very professional look too you're wearing a vest you look you like, like on solo <clears throat> do you like more of a um of like a a puff daddy or like a fleece uh stockbroker so of. i got both i got both Ooh. i have you a, got versatility bitch yeah yeah i got a puffy one it's Verse, not like as they call it in a certain community it, it is it is like a uh, like a cotton fabric or you know what it's more like it's more like a carhartt fabric to it yeah carhartt jacket and then it's i have another one that's almost like uh you want to call it more like a winter jacket like it's that nylon feel yep. i am looking for you're right i am looking for you know a a, a stock a stock broker i work at 
Um, I work on Wall Street and I'm yep. 23 and I really don't deserve this job. Jamie I'd Diamond like one- is my idol. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I love um, the White Claw guy. No, it's no laws when you're drinking claws. Yep. I won't, I'm looking for one of those, like a Patagonia yeah, vest. Yeah. yeah, that's real good. Yeah. My number four, Halloween costumes. Ah, a little cutie. This is a cute answer. We can probably talk about it next week. Do you have a Halloween costume already planned out? I think I'm going to be gay Hulk. (laughs) He said with such confidence, I think I'm going to be gay Hulk. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to dress up as I don't want it. No, no, no. I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to know anymore. I just all I want is just a picture. And if I don't look at it and immediately go gay Hulk, there's going to be hell to pay. We're going to have to talk about this. (laughs) Oh, what a teaser. All right, folks. That's been the Jonesdale podcast. No, no, no. That is absolutely magnificent. I completely support you 110% in your gay Hulk venture this Halloween. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> How are we going to continue on? <laughs> All right. Uh, what I got flannel. I got vest. My number three favorite thing to wear. The best top thing to wear in the fall is uh, uh, a vest on top of a flannel. Hell yeah, dude. Not joking. I wore that today. <laughs> is yeah. I'm t- I like I said, gentlemen, layers, layer up. You look good. You look like you know what you're you're doing in the fashion game. You get the t-shirt, you get the open flannel, you get the open vest. Bulky up top, skinny down below. That's a fashion move go. at this moment. You want to look big up top, you want to look skinny down below. It makes Egg- you look bigger. Exactly. It makes you so, look like you have a dad bod without having a dad bod. No, no, no. And you can you can totally be if if you're one of those people, they make things out there that will make you, look, you always buy dark, dark yep. colors. If you do got the earth dad bod, you earth tones, you get a little self-conscious Wear the dark like tones up top. You may have the dad bod, but if you layer the right way, you'll look skinnier. Even layering, you look skinnier. My <clears throat> number three is football pads yes of course <laughs> how many times have you in your life worn football pads Maybe like once. <laughs> uh, what about like have you worn the pants too no. oh wow you're I missing think out put on football pads like the shoulder pads you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um you've worn a lacrosse helmet before 100 percent. a football helmet have you ever th- actually put on a football helmet that's supposed to fit to your head and be like blown in the head? No, but I did one time when I was in Minnesota, I went to the uh, football hall of fame exhibit at the museum there. And I put on like one of the football helmets from like 1930, where it's just like a brown like a leather thing. It's rope. <laughs> it's it's like rope on the inside. And- I'll tell you, it really didn't feel good. And it also uh, didn't seem like it would do anything to protect my head. When I was like, my, I remember vividly, here's another one of those like cornerstones of my, my brain, putting on my first football helmet. And it was so fucking tight because it was locked oh, it's aw- so tight. Yeah, it was like locked away in like a temperature controlled like room in like Ipswich because like if it got too hot or too cold, like the pe- like the helmets would like start to crack or do yeah. something weird. So it was always like temperature controlled and it was a little bit colder. And so they started shoving it on my head and I was like looking at my mom. I'm in a parking lot in Ipswich and I'm like, what, like fourth grade or something. I'm like, this hurts a lot. And I look at the guy and I go, this really hurts. Like, I don't think this fits right. And he's just like looking at me and he goes, no fits right. I played with literally probably a helmet, two size, two sizes, too small for my entire that, that year. And then moving forward, I've just only known of having tight helmets. Not until the last year of playing football. Did I really have like a helmet that fit me? They hurt so much, Duncan, like, like, like you see all the people they like they have like the red line right here 
that's literally what it's supposed to do is like yeah. squeeze your skull and 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 reshape the bone of your scalp. I one time got lockjaw from my lacrosse helmet. <laughs> Not from the cocaine that you do? <laughs> no, I was fucking fifth and sixth grade, just fucking railing lines going out there and scoring yeah. zero goals. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, football, football pads are a good one. Um, one day I'll, I'll, I'll dress you up. I'll dress you up like a Ken doll and put real football pads on you. The also like another thing is like a girdle where they under armor thought they reinvented the wheel. So you're supposed to like, have like your, like a jock. Like this is like, like my dad playing football in like the seventies and eighties supposed to have like a jock. And then you were supposed to be given pat like pads for your hip both hips and your tailbone. Yeah. You're supposed to take one of those like really shitty nylon belts that all you have to do is like feed it through the loops and then pull it tight. Not like that. You're supposed to feed that through the pads so that they would be within the belt. And then you were just supposed to put that on your skin, like just (laughs) nylon belt on skin. Or then they started making pants that would, you could feed the belt and the pads through. And then in the pants, you would put the thigh pads and the knee pads in. So it was like the most like fucky way of putting of like wearing pads on your legs. And then I remember in high school, they were like, oh, we're just going to make like spandex that like has pads already built in. It's like already sewn in and everything. Yeah. So it's shitty, but I'll dress you up like a Ken doll. Speaking of spandex, this entire time, I've just been wearing... Oh, dude. Yeah. My tight. Dude, you got my, a nice bulge going. Just my tights from the gym. A, no, no shorts a, on. A meaty I, cock you got there. I, I cooked dinner like this. All right. My number, my number two, my number two, um, two things to wear um, in the fall. Uh, a nice pair of really beat up Clark's. Clark boots. Yeah. I got a pair that's nicer, but they've been getting scuffed up. So I think I'm just going to start wearing them constantly and just like really break them in turn them basically into like like ratty sneakers i had a debate a couple days ago as to whether or not that is my vibe like a clark boot and i don't i don't know that it is it it is like i think i could make it my vibe but i don't know that it is my vibe so i got a pair of clarks when i was in at York and it was because so many of like the Maryland kids, like they treated Clark's like Timberland boots. Yeah. So it like, I mean, they were up like preppy kids from like, so it was like, they got the money. Like they don't, they can shell out on like nice Clark's, but they were like never tied. Like the, the tongue was flapping everywhere and they were like beat to shit. So, and I was like, Oh, like those are like nice shoes, and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They're my Clarks. Like they were literally like they were like work boots for like bet, the Maryland kids. I bet Timberland sells similar things. Yeah, like a, a Clark looking boot. <clears throat> Whenever this web page loads, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I did have that debate. May may I may invest this this fall. Hmm. Who knows? Who's to say? Yeah. Um, my number two is a Native American headdress. If, well, we just had Native American Appreciation um, Day. We're not going to call it the other holiday. We're not. Also, also Thanksgiving. It seems like probably True. a time in which a lot of white people put on a Native American headdress. Yep. Go, go Chiefs. Go Washington football team. There you go. Um, Dude, what if I just start wearing hiking boots? They got to be cool. Like the Nike hiking boots. There's a kid that I teach that's got some like Nike like boots and they look badass. Not like combat boots, but like that that's on the screen right now. But they're Nikes. They're cool. Those look okay. Like that one. These look kind of fire. Yeah, they, they look like sneakers, which I like. Like that one right there, oh. that the 141. That. I mean, I can only see like a, a really small image of it, but that looks okay. Ooh, those oh, those these those are moon heat. bounce one. No, the one right above it, the moon bounce one. That looks like you're walking on the the surface of Mars with that. Oh, these too, dude. Oh yeah, okay. those are like Roshi's, bro. Timberland has some low key heaters. Why is this not talked about? 
Yeah, wow. He's got to be comfortable as fuck, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that one. Look at the one that's 190. That's huge. That that's dunk. That's gonna give you. That's gonna pump you up to six two. To bro, I'm I might fucking try out for an NBA team. This is like George Costanza. So in an episode, he's dating someone, and they're gonna go to a wedding in India. And he goes, "All right, I invited her, but she's only seen me in the winter months in New York. She's only seen me wear Timberlands, and I get like an extra like four four inches on them because I can't take them off." And so he like, we're going to a wedding in India. You can't take your Timberlands with him. He goes, the hell I can. He walks into the wedding with Timberlands spray painted black. <laughs> He's like, what? Those are my, my wedding, my dress shoes. It is Timberlands. Can you blame the man? Back. No, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> that, well, I'm going to have to look on the Timberland website. They're a little pricey for like. They're pricey, but you know that they're going to be comfortable and last forever. They're going to last for a long time. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Timberland has like a dope warranty. So I'm, I think you can just forever get Timberlands. Mm, like I, I think, think if you more, buy one pair, I think they'll replace them. I think, I think it's think, more LL Bean. But I think Timberland does a similar thing because that's why their work boots are so popular. It's because mm. if you fuck them up, they send you a new pair. Let's do some research. All right. Yeah. My uh, number one thing to wear in the fall, a parachute. Oh, <laughs> something you should always be wearing when in the fall. Yeah. 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 Also, just, you know, I mean, if you don't get on an airplane with a parachute already on, like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Like treat it like GTA. Like yeah. whenever you get into a plane in GTA, the parachute comes off when you evidently jump out of it as you yeah. ram that plane into your friend. <laughs> yeah. Um. My number one is riding boots and leggings. Like the Han Solo look, like I mentioned before. The Han Solo look is something I've been trying to attain for yeah. years, Duncan. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I think it's finally time for me to just lop off the old peener and just really go for, like, I want Lululemons and riding boots. You've been talking about it forever, so I mean, yeah. it's just... yeah. It, it is also I want it nice and smooth down there. Yeah. It is also like Han Solo apparel season right now. Like that mid-October to right before Thanksgiving. It's when like you can still get out and it's not like really cold when you go to like a brewery or like cider tasting or like apple picking or something. I went to Cider Hill Farm with Sarah not that like maybe last weekend, two weekends ago. Galore. It was my favorite puns. is I was is I picture. was walking around. I was like, hey, where's Chewy? Punch it. Yeah. Um, my favorite is the picture of all the girls, like the like sorority kind of girls, and then yeah. just future is in the middle, dressed exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a big like I like I know that picture's everywhere, but I think that's a very New England thing. Like yeah. I, I like that picture just uh... honestly, that picture just reminds me of Oktoberfest in yeah. like South yeah, yeah. Hadley. Yeah, I think it happens a little bit here, too, but it's more later in the year. It's more toward yeah. the winter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The The big thing here is those fucking flat brim hats and like the the like suede boots with like a two inch heel. You know who you can thank for that? Who? Taylor Swift. Yep. She brought that hat to w- white girls nationwide. Before it was, also, just the Am- it was just the Amish wearing them. Yeah. And that looks dope as fuck, dude. Like, I think we should grow, we should grow the curl. The Duncan, Duncan. Um, that's a, a Hasidic Jew, not an Amish guy. Has the curls. <laughs> I mean, same, same, but different, but same. One of them believes in technology, and I can't remember which one. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Do the Jews not like all, all electricity, or is it the Amish? All right. So. To wrap up this episode, I think we should find out what hike, what hiking boots are right for us. Yes. Do you? Oh, this. I was hoping this would be a quiz. Yeah, like a little like drop down bar, yeah. and you just click. Ooh, no! Nope. Right. I give me, give me the bombs. I want the bombs in and around my anus. Waxed leather protector. I want that. Yeah, I'll get you some of that for Christmas. Sweet. All right. Anything else, Dunky? 
No, uh, check out uh, the Instagram for the um, Bowling Green Massacre shirts, as mm-hmm. well as potentially some other stuff that could be on sale. Um, Love it. I've been cooking in the kitchen for a little bit and uh, might be ready to release some of that stuff. Um, but other than that, uh, go Sox. Go so- Celtics, go Sox. Um, and- go Bruins. Go Bruins. Go the Predators Pats. are fine. Go uh, Bowling Green. Go yep. go Native Americans. Go everyone. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker reincarnated skeleton. After no, she it's like if she died and we dug her up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Twenty-one well, Grams, Duncan McDougal. Yeah, shouts out Native. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been Jackson uh, with the Tronson Podcast. Keep it sleazy, and I'm out. Peace out, you fuckos. Only facts, I will shoot up. Baby duck if it quacks with a Ruger. Top billing, come cops and billing it. Shots is block shipped out and bought, and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killing my killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning, looting, and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all their children. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free. I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son. Now